0: Soul. Up ahead. ahead, there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'm um,
1: appreciate you being here this morning. Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. I'm glad that he knows what lies ahead and because he knows he's revealed it to us through his precious word and I'm glad and thankful one of these days we're going to a better home and a wonderful place called heaven. Those of us who know Jesus as our Lord and Savior We're continuing our study in Mark chapter number 14 today. Uh, We're looking at the trial of Jesus. Now, we know this trial was a mockery. It was really an illegal trial, if you will, for several reasons that we have already seen. First of all, the illegal witnesses that were brought in that gave false testimony, and they lied about Jesus, and they made up stories that they could not even agree upon. And then also they did that under the cover of darkness." And then they also used methods that were not the typical way of handling these trials. And so we find that it was an illegal trial. And then I want you to notice with me this morning as we look at our text verses, I'm going to reread verse 61, and then we're going to read verse 62 today. And I'm just going to give you a thought that the Lord has laid upon my heart as we're looking at these two verses. Again, uh, we've already looked at verse 61. We're just going to read that for the context to be able to have clarity. As we look in verse 61 of Mark 14, I hope you have your Bible open along with me this morning, but he held his peace. That's speaking of Jesus and answered nothing. Again, the high priest asked him and said, art thou him, art thou the Christ, the son of the blessed. Now, he's asking Jesus, is he the son of God? Does he claim to be deity? Are you the Christ? Are you the Messiah? Are you the anointed one? Are you the one that was prophesied about? Are you the one that the Old Testament uh, reveals? Are you he that should come? And uh, the high priest knew that he had the question that would bring about uh, a yes or no answer. And that's what he asked. And we know that if Jesus had said no, that he wasn't, he would have denied his own self and Jesus would never do that. And so it puts Jesus in a particular situation into a corner, if you will. I noticed that Caiaphas asked Jesus, are you the son of the blessed? He wouldn't even say the name of Jehovah as we talked about the last time we were together. How sad it was that uh, that. Caiaphas wouldn't say the name Jehovah, but standing before Caiaphas was Jehovah in the flesh, God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. We notice in verse number 62, and we're quickly going to read that verse in your hearing, Mark 14, verse 62, we find Jesus reply and what he said, and Jesus said, I am. And there is the word, I am. There's no denying that he is God. I am. And ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. I marvel at that verse. Jesus said, I am. And ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Now, this is a, a prophecy that Jesus is speaking. Uh, he is reiterating the, what the Old Testament has already said and what he has said. And then later on, he is, uh, he is speaking of things that's going to be written by John and others and Paul uh, about him, that the coming of the Lord in the future. In Daniel chapter number 7, verse 13 and 14, Daniel said this, I saw in the night visions and behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. Can I tell you, before Caiaphas stood, the very one that Daniel saw before the Ancient of Days, and he is the Son of God. Psalms 110, verse 1, David said these words, the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, Jehovah, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. In other words, David saw the vision of Jehovah and he saw Jesus as well, they being one, yet indistinct persons in Acts chapter number one verse number nine the Bible says and when he had spoken these things while they beheld he was taken up now Jesus had already died and been buried and arose from the grave in 40 days had transpired between the time of Christ's death and burial and resurrection. And now he's standing on the Mount of Olives and and he is being taken up from the mount. And the Bible says, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, Why stand ye gazing up into heaven, this same Jesus, not a different one, but the same Jesus, this same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven, so shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. In Hebrews chapter number one, verse number three, the Bible says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. I'd like to stop right there preach a while about the seated Lord, who is now, his work is completed. It doesn't mean that he's tired, but his work is completed. The cross of Calvary, the blood that was shed, the sacrifice that was given, he come up from the grave, he's seated on high, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father today, interceding for whosoever will. As I think about that, I marvel about that. He is a redeeming Savior, a forgiving Savior, a Loving God, but yet the Bible firmly declares something else about Him. As Jesus was standing before Caiaphas, and we're going to read that in just a moment. I'm going to read. We're going to read one more verse before I reread our text here. In John, Mark 14, uh, Revelation chapter one, verse number seven, the Bible says, behold, he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him, they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so, amen. This is the second appearing of the Lord when he comes in the clouds of glory. Mark 14, verse 62, and Jesus said, I am and ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven, sadly to say, that these religionists will be in that great vast number of people that will stand at the great white throne judgment and they will be judged by their works the Bible says in Revelation chapter 20 and verse 11 and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them and I saw the dead small and great stand before God the books were open and another book was open which is the book of life listen carefully and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works and the sea gave up the dead which were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them and they were judged every man according to their works and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Can I tell you, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, ye must be born again you got to be saved to go to heaven you must trust Christ you must repent of your sins you must ask him to save you you must believe that the Lord Jesus died for you that he come up out of the grave he's alive today you put your faith in what he did for you and I on Calvary when he paid our sin debt and you ask him to forgive you and save you and cleanse you and make you a child of God and he You'll do that. Your name will be recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm sad to say that religion alone won't save you. If religion alone could save, then The Jewish race and the priesthood could have saved all of those people, but Caiaphas himself it probably very likely will be in that number that will stand before the Lord on that great day of judgment called the great white throne. Can I tell you, we need to have a burden for our lost loved ones in the hour in which we live with all the things going on in the world. The rapture of the church is the next prophetic event to take place. And we need to be ready because the rapture comes without signs. We are seeing today the things going on in Israel and other places in the world that's going to lead to the second return of Christ. And I believe that. But the rapture will happen seven years before the great tribulation begins. So it could happen today. Who do you know that needs Jesus? We need to tell them that Jesus loves them. Tell them that Jesus will forgive them. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus himself said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is only one way to heaven, and it is through faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope and pray that you know him. I hope and pray today If you don't know him, that today would be your day of salvation. Repent and believe and receive. You can do that today. Admit you're a sinner. Believe the Lord Jesus died for you and confess to him and he'll save your soul. Call out to him while he's near and while he's close at hand amen he could come today we need to repent if we're not saved may the lord bless you today lord willing we'll be back again for another bethel baptist bible devotion time until then this is pastor donnie shoemate of the bethel baptist church here in north Wilkesboro, north carolina bidding you a great day god bless you is our prayer Bye bye
0: For my weary soul, up ahead, Ahead, there's peace and contentment, everybody will be happy and whole, you know that.